Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to To Be The Man. And, of course, we couldn't do it without the Hall of Famer himself, the greatest of all time, ladies and gentlemen, the nature boy, Ric Flair. Rick, how are you, man? Good, young man. How are you? Man, better than I deserve. Excited to be on with you. Feels like there's a lot going on right now. and we're gonna Holy cow. What's on your mind today? Before we get started, I guess we should talk about what happened last night. And no, we're not even talking about wrestling. You and I were both watching a little Monday Night Football, and something really scary happened with Buffalo Bill, Demar Hamlin. Uh, I, a lot of people who were were there all those years ago said it reminded them of the Owen Hart situation. Uh, if you're maybe not aware, we had a Buffalo Bill take a blow to the chest and then stand up, collapse, and they administered CPR on the field. It was a really scary sight. They canceled the football game. I've never seen anything like this before in a football game, Rick. What were you thinking watching this last night? Well, I was horrified for the for the for the, uh, for the young man, obviously. But I was thinking, how classy right now is the NFL? Really, I just couldn't. I'm I'm I was so overwhelmed with the fact that they were so sensitive to that, which they should be. The major deal when someone goes down like that, and to see the, the players, you know, you never know. I mean, I, I know a lot about, about cardiac, I know a lot about arithmetic problems, so I'm really sensitive to it. I I know what they're talking. I don't. I I know what I know what he's going through. I mean, it's just horrible for his family, and I thought it showed so much class and so much respect from the NFL. And it certainly, uh, you know, all his friends and family and the football players that tweeted out just shows the kind of support and brotherhood that football is. I mean, I'm really, I think it's phenomenal. And it opens up the door to a whole bunch of other conversations like the CTE issues and you know, the guys that have got really banged up for years and never got, never got a dime, so... Would you um, would you hesitate if you had young kids right now? Would you hesitate to let them play football? No, I'd rather have them play football than wrestle. Mm. Do you know how lucky the more guys we don't have more guys get really hurt? Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, that crazy stuff they do now is. I mean, I'm I'm very respectful of it, but I just. Some of the athletic maneuvers and the stuff they do to raise the bar is phenomenal. So I'm, I just, once again, I'm just honored to be a wrestling, to be a football fan and see that the NFL did the right thing and arguably, arguably shut down what was probably the biggest game of the year in a lot of people's estimation. Yeah. Well, we saw so, a couple big so games. Humanity came first. Oh, God, let's not talk about football. College football, my God. Georgia's the luckiest some bitches alive. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. Uh, I think in the distance there, I can hear Ric Flair going, woo, for Michigan, but I don't hear that right now. What happened, Rick? I, they, they played their worst game of the year. It's very simple. They fumbled on the twice on the one yard line twice, and they threw two two pick sixes. <laughs> I um, 
It's the greatest weekend in college football I've ever seen oh, because yeah. seven point seven points changed the difference in the game. It was an unbelievable show. I actually watched on ESPN two. I don't know if you got a chance to see that feed, uh, but we had our, our friend of the show, Cole Kublick, and some of his pals uh, from Pat McAfee's show. Do the no, I, saw, I saw that. That's that. that what wasn't Alabama on ESPN two or were they on plus? A- Alabama was on ESPN two. <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thought maybe you guys were plus. I wasn't sure. Okay. <laughs> My documentary gets more ratings than plus. <laughs> hey, listen, we haven't talked about your documentary. Of course, I was without internet for six days last week. So yeah. let's, finish, let's, finish, let's finish the football deal. <laughs> so, well, let's talk about what you think is going to happen next. Unbelievably, it's TCU in Georgia. I don't think that's what anybody would have ever predicted. I don't know. I'll be wa- I'll be watching the Monday Night Football game instead of that. Is is there an NFL game? I'm sure there will be. My goodness, there's got to be right instead of that. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the early lines are for that game, but you got to think Georgia's just going to take care of business. There, yeah, right? I just got to throw one more thing at you that, that that I'm sure you're shocked about Tulane. Tulane beat Southern California. Yeah, I, I didn't have that on my bingo card. Did you see that? Yeah, it, it was a weird weekend for bowl games because the games that you didn't think would be close were. But who Tulane? I agree. They're and, t- and USC is supposed to be a top-ranked team? My God. Yeah. I'm going to about a school with 4,000 kids in it. Let's – um. Let's talk about your documentary. You know, I wasn't able to, to catch up with you last week. I was sans internet for six days. All I've seen is pretty much universal praise about the documentary. What's the feedback you've seen so far? Everybody from Lance Armstrong to... God, I mean, every, everybody has seen it. I mean, it's it's all... I know it's because it's me, but everywhere I go, that, that, that everybody has seen it. I I have a pretty close number, but I'm not. I can't say it. If it's right, we'll have fun with it next week. And I, I it, the the number of what views that it got the first day is it is going to be staggering when I give you the amount. But I I I don't know I don't know the precise figure. But next week, man, we probably will have a lot to talk about. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I'm excited to hear the number now. I uh, I got blown up from people who I didn't even know watched wrestling or kept up with anything. Yeah. <clears throat> Since, uh, I, as you can tell, I'm in a different location today. I took Megan to the beach for her birthday. And while we were down here, I heard from who you recall, number one, uh, she wanted to know if uh, she could get the access to the Peacock to see the documentary. So even really? Though, yeah. My mother and Leslie, she... Uh, got a chance to catch it last night she did really huh yeah, absolutely it's the talk well, of the town man how do you keep well, doing it? well now she can say she lived the legend <laughs> oh my gosh live the legend. <laughs> hey speaking of legends another one has grown since we've spoken uh, i didn't know i was in the dark uh, i took uh, my wife out for with some friends to our comedy show and then went to dinner and woke up the next morning scrolling through Twitter 
and I saw that the queen is now a 14 time WWE yeah. world champion. I didn't know it was coming. I knew she was coming back eventually. Conrad, it would be like that. I was in the building and left and didn't know it. Oh my goodness. It is the first time in so many years that nobody knew. Actually, I was in the building. I went and saw Roman and John and all. God, it was like the greatest time. I mean, just really felt like part of the family again, man. I'm like, it's just, I just had a ball. But, but I didn't even know. I left and went to American Social. And then I got word that she was there. <laughs> of course, I'd, I'd had a couple of drinks with the hockey players. So the hockey players here, the lady like to drink. So I wasn't going to go back to the building, but I mean, I watched it and they put on every TV for me. It was, it was amazing. It but was, but now that is, that was really old school kayfabe. Yes. I loved it. Yeah. yeah. And then I, it's what's funny. Then I, I'm reading about thinking to myself how cool that was. Cause I don't remember that happening for a long time when there wasn't even an inkling. Right. Of something like that. And then I'm reading in, in one of those wrestling things um, that next thing up is Bianca Blair is going to lose the belt to, to uh, Becky Lynch, and Becky Lynch is going to wrestle uh, Rhea Ripley, and I mean it just goes on and on. This time, if, if I mean if any of that's true, I hope they don't beat Bianca, but if they do, I mean it doesn't make a difference. It it just goes to show you if they really have their mindset on doing something. Keeping it on the QT, they can do it. And I think it's so much, I, I think personally it's so much better for wrestling when they when they can do stuff like that and everybody can keep their mouth shut because God only knows. That's why I, that's why I shouldn't tell me. She's like, tell her I got a big mouth. She knows what I'd tell you. <laughs> she knows I would tell you. <laughs> well, I mean, she knows we would talk about it on the show in code and try to, you know. But, hey, no, it wouldn't, no, it wouldn't be that. But even even if I knew that day, she, she knows I would call you and say, don't, don't miss it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she knows me. So, But I can't believe I was in the building there for an hour and a half. So everybody, Hunter, everybody was great. Just. Uh, God, I felt like I'm family again, which is the greatest feeling in the world. I mean, I, some of those guys, not 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 the wrestler, of course, but some of the technical people have been there for 30 years. I talked to Kevin Dunn a lot. I mean, uh, it's it's it was really for me. It was very heartwarming, and of course, to see Ashley come back and win 14 times. I mean, God, and she looks better than ever. My God. I'm excited to see where they go from here, and I'm excited to see what the men's side looks like. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. Woo! The five-star reviews are in, and it's confirmed. SaveWithConrad.com can save you thousands. Jimmy E. writes that we saved his family more than $1,000 a month. James S. says we saved his family more than $1,200 a month. But how much can you save? It's free to find out right now at SaveWithConrad.com. But if you've got a second mortgage, if you've got credit card debt, or even worse, if you're in a 30-year loan, it's not a matter of if we can save you money, but a matter of how much at SaveWithConrad.com. There's been some conjecture that maybe they're making some WrestleMania plans. What if the rock isn't available? Who would Roman face? What would Cody Rhodes be doing? And John Cena seemingly is back to do a little bit here and there. Mm -hmm. Now there's been some speculation that maybe we'll get Cody Rhodes versus John Cena. Maybe we'll get Roman Reigns versus John Cena. If the rock is not available, 
what would your preference be? Um, well, as I said before, my first preference, I've, I've, I'm tied with two things. I, I'd like to see Cody and, 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 or Randy Orton if he's back. I don't think I don't think Randy. I think you, I think you look up. I don't think Randy and Roman have ever worked, except in a tag match, maybe. But obviously, Cody Cody was on fire when he got injured, and I mean, he brings so much energy, and I mean, he he has really become a hell of a talent, and uh, I think that'd be a great match, also. Hell, it's sold out. They can do what they want. They got sold out both nights already. Absolutely. His performance has been Cody Rhodes against Seth Rollins in that Hell in a Cell with the torn pectoral. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people had that down as their match of the year last year just because they knew the agony and excruciating pain that, that, that Cody was clearly in and the story that it told. Other people would say, well, technically this match was better or technically that match had more high spots. As far as you, you know, you've seen who, it all. Who, 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 would be, who would be the other people that you're talking about? Well, well, guys that you might not be familiar with, like Will Ospreay. We've talked about him before. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I got one, you. One all of right. the wrestlers of, uh, of the last few years. And certainly he had a banner year last year. And I don't oh, think. You're, oh, you're, you're talking about wrestlers' comments. I'm sorry, I thought you were talking about some fan who, who hides behind some phony name. Uh, <laughs> in sure. your opinion, where does. As far as just a gutsy performance, where does Cody with a torn pack in a hell in a cell against Seth Rollins rank for you? It's got to be near the top, right? Of last year, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I give Seth all the credit in the world. It was great. And, uh, you know, if, if, if a guy wants, it doesn't hurt Seth. It makes, it makes Cody, and the great ones can get beat every day and still be great. Right. That, I mean, that's my take on it. And losing a fall here or there, then they give it back back to him. And I mean, it's—I I thought it was a great match. I thought both matches they had were good. They had two, right? Yeah, they've had a series of matches, and I thought yeah. they were all really well done. But I also saw an interview where it looks like Cody was campaigning to win the world title. Uh, he talked a lot about that. Where this is, you know, the the single belt that that eluded Dusty, of course. Yeah. Being, WA world champion. His dad checked that box and so has Cody. But the one that always escaped Dusty was the New York belt. And yeah. supposedly there was even a picture on their family mantle of him when he just held it up after a match with um, yeah. with Superstar. Yeah, he, he, Cody refers to it as the chip his dad never got. Yes. <laughs> do you think that uh do you think that's in the cards for Cody? Could you see the WWE getting behind Cody and making him the guy? Yeah, I mean, it, it's going to take a long time to replace. I mean, he could be the cold guy with Roman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, I I think it's I think it's important to have more than one guy. You got to have a guy on SmackDown and a guy on Raw. I think. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, would he be if you're lucky enough to have like two? Yeah. Two on each show, you know, and two great women on each show, and then, uh, but I, I think it, uh, you're, you know, Roman, if Roman wins or loses, it doesn't matter. I'm sure they'd have a hell of a match. The storyline would be great. I mean, anything that involves the name Rhodes, Cody Rhodes. I mean, it's they're always going to go back to his dad, the history of that, 
relationship. Um, just, just looking at the reality of it, it's just too, it's just too good, too good a story to pass up. And 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 Dusty will be interwoven into the in through out the whole thing. You know, Michelle will be there. I mean, it'll be a big deal. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Let's jump into some questions today. We've decided we're going to ask Rick anything and we mean it. Uh, Roy on Twitter wants to know, I'd love to hear directly from Rick himself. How come he didn't work the event in Mexico city in 1983 for CMLL for the 49th anniversary. He was originally booked and even landed in Mexico two days before the event as there are press photos, but he never wrestled in arena Mexico. Boy, that's very, a, very, simple, very simple answer. I, I, Manny used to ask me that. Uh, Luderoff never picked me up. I sat in a hotel. Good, good thing I took somebody with me. <laughs> they never picked you up. They never picked me up at the hotel. I, I, you know, I, there were no cell phones back then. Right. They never picked me up. So have you ever been to Arena Mexico? Arena, well, I was there. Is it, is it in Mexico City? Yes. Well, what, what was, I, like, in with, with, was I in like with Manny? Square Garden, I guess. Well, no, that wasn't C- CMLL runs in Arena Mexico. You did a, uh, a Triple Mania with, uh, with AAA. Or AAA. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, the answer, yeah, I've been, uh, I never wrestled for WWE except in Monterey. Um, and I've only, only other my only other trip to Mexico City itself was with uh, Manny and, and uh, Charlotte to wrestle. Um, uh, the, the, Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega, yeah, Kenny Omega. Yeah, so I really enjoyed that. But no, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't wrestled it that much. I've spent more time vacationing there than I have wrestling. Just Scott on Twitter wants to know of all the enhancement talent that Rick has worked with, what memories does he have of working with Mike Jackson? The best. Mike's a good guy. He is a good, still good guy. Still yeah. Dude. Is he still working? Yeah, man. He's going to work a yeah. show later this month. Yeah. He's in uh, Birmingham, right? Uh, I'm not sure what part of the South he lives in, but he's somewhere in Alabama for sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's a real nice kid. Great. I love it. He's, he's not that big a guy, but really good hand. Still walking top road, he, he was like uh, like George South, just a very respectful guy, and really fun to work with. 
Uh, Wrestle World on Twitter wants to know who's your favorite opponent you've ever had or a guy that you had a relationship with that doesn't get the credit he deserves. We've talked about favorite opponents a lot, Rick, but is there a guy who doesn't get the credit he deserves? Yeah, Barry Windham, mm-hmm. who, I'm, who I'm going to go see tomorrow. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. I, I, I saw Bray and I saw uh, um, um, I'm trying to think. I saw saw Bray and I saw... Um, Probably don't say anything else. Maybe just... I'll tell no, you. no, 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 I, no, I saw Bray and I saw uh, Barry's sister. Okay, good. Um, and um, he, he, I, he's not in Gainesville, Florida. He's here in Tampa. And I, I had the wrong information. So I'm compound. That's what they call the Rotundo compound. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, uh, Stephanie Wyndham. Um, and I was telling everybody that they wanted to meet the daughter of one of the really tough guys in the business. You were talking to her. So blackjack was something else, but no, Stephanie and, and uh, filled me in on Barry and um, Barry is um, recovering nicely. Good. But he, but he is by far the most underrated, great wrestler of all time. And he was great. You, uh, you mentioned being back at, at Monday Night Raw, and we saw pictures. Did you see Dave Batista there? No, but I talked to Dave. I didn't see Dave. You know, I, I'm sure he was there, but I'll tell you what. Have you seen Dave in that new movie? Um, oh, it's amazing. Knives Out, The Glass Onion. Oh, my God. Is he not? He steals the show. He did a great job in that. I don't give. I mean, I know that guy's Daniel Craig is a big deal, but, man, Dave, Dave ate him alive in that show. Dave was phenomenal. Lost weight. He looks great. I'm af- I'm actually going to try and have lunch with him on um, Thursday. He has to leave to go back on set. Well, it was fantastic. Uh, if you haven't seen it, go check out Dave Batista. Uh, oh God, Un- unbelievable! The director of that movie says he's the best wrestler turned actor that that he's ever seen. So Dave's getting his props right now. Yeah, he should. I'm sure he's getting paid too because Guardians is coming out again. So good for him. Good for him, indeed. Um, you what a great guy. You mentioned that you know going back, you felt it felt more like family. Is this the first show you've been to since Vince has sort of stepped down? It's been the first show I've been I've been through since that bullshit with the the airplane. I got you. Well, good for you, man. Yeah, no, and I, but you know what? I just, I just walked in. I, Kevin Dunn said, "Come on," and of course, I cleared it with Hunter, and Hunter couldn't have been nicer. It's like, I just, you know, it's like anything that was ever, anything I was ever cross about with them or them with me. It's like it didn't exist that day. It was perfect. Good. And mm-hmm. and uh, I took Chad and his son, and and we met Roman, and Roman was great. John was great. I looked at. I looked at Sammy Zane. They were all in the same dressing room. And I said, brother, you got heat with me. He goes, why? What did I do? I said, I'm just kidding. I meant your character. <laughs> <laughs> he thought I was being serious. I said, no, his character still gets heat with me. And no wonder he gets heat with the marks. <laughs> I got to tell you, I think, you know, Sammy Zane is arguably a lot of people's wrestler of the year last year. Hey, hey you know what's funny? I, I couldn't stand the character, but the while I'm starting to, to appreciate it um, and watch it more, he, he does add a lot to it. 
I didn't like I didn't like him. I think I said it. I think I even tweeted it. Don't dilute what's so good, but he's added a lot of entertainment value to it. He's uh, uh, he's having one of his best years ever. Yeah, good for him. Just another day on Twitter says, "What's the one match you wish you could do over? The match you wish you could have done something different that would have made it even more memorable? The missed opportunity. Is there one match that stands yeah, out? Yeah, you're not gonna. I can answer that just like that. What do you think I'm gonna say? Nashville. That's right. Yeah, I'm begging to do it again. <laughs> I'm begging because I, I I've told a hundred people. How do I forget to drink water all day long? That's all that happened to me. Yeah. You saw me. I drank five beers right afterwards. That's fine. My favorite story is in the uh, in the locker room, in your, your private dressing room after, and we had a couple of doctors there come and yeah. communicate with you, and uh, they have a runner go bring you Gatorade. And yeah. you're Get that fucking Gatorade out of here. I don't want that. That was, that was Taker. Taker maybe drinking. Taker goes, hey, I'll, I'll take that Gatorade. He takes the Gatorade, twists the top off, and says, drink it. And you go, okay. Yeah, I sure did. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one Taker, man. He tells you to do something, you do it. <laughs> Amazing. No, um, I was really, I, I swear to God, I, I can think of a lot of things I've screwed up in matches and you know, things you would change, but I've, I just know that could have been golden. You know, I just hadn't dehydrated. Uh, I don't know how I could have made that mistake because you know how much work I put in with lethal. We oh. had everything on it out. I mean, I saw uh, the match three times. I saw you do the match completely three times. And, uh, yeah. And we had so much more to do. God, it would have been great, but God, I just, once I, once I started getting dizzy, I went Good God! Now then, now, now I'm just trying to get through it, right? Yes. So, um, and then I had to call that horrible audible on the floor because we, we were we were going to go in the finish right there. Um, but I look back with Megan and Karen, and I mean, it was it was classic stuff. It was exciting. The crowd was too big time, and it was it was fun. And was on top of that, you got Kid Rock sitting out there. I mean, it's. Some pretty uh, not only Kid and Brett Hart and then Brett Brett who never drinks came over to, to Kid Rock's place and drank. I mean, it, it was just a phenomenal night for me. I, I just could have made it better. It, it just I hate hate to re- repeat myself, but it's just the truth. Well, listen, I thought it turned out as good as we could have hoped. I uh, I had a good time. It was memorable, and and folks are still talking about it. And there's there's still pieces of it that live on because later tonight, as folks are listening to this, Jay lethal and Jeff Jarrett are going to be challenging for the AEW tag team titles. And I don't know that you've had a chance to see, but Jeff Jarrett has old school heat in AEW. Uh, you know, they're sort of in on the gag and winking and nod with MJF, but they hate Jeff Jarrett. Would you be surprised to see Jeff Jarrett and Jay lethal become tag team champions tonight? No, me neither. It'd be, yeah, I it wouldn't, I think it'd be great. I mean, I, I they both, uh, first of all, Jay has never gotten a recognition, a recognition for how good a performer he is. And, and of course, Jeff, I think is really good. And he looks like a million dollars. How old is Jeff now? 45? He's huh? 55 and he looks better than ever. Yeah, he does. It's amazing. 
Well, hey, you, hey, when you quit drinking, man, I, I, get, can, I guess I can change your, your, your physique around. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, uh, Me, I'll just say a cosmetic disaster that I am, but that's okay. I'll make it through. Well, it's not because we don't know where to eat. We're eating at Woo Wings these days. The Nate has yes. its own virtual restaurant brand now operating in more than 30 locations across 11 different states. You can order the legendary flavors and world championship Woo Wings on your Uber or Postmates app in Nashville, San Antonio, Miami, Jacksonville, Clearwater, Florida, all over L.A. and New York. Charlotte, Raleigh, Concord, North Carolina, Atlanta, and Richmond Hill in Georgia, Tuscaloosa and Huntsville in Alabama, plus Tulsa, Providence, and so many more. Woo Wings is a virtual brand, so it's delivery only. The food is made by restaurant partners with an existing location who are looking to add more to their bottom line. For a complete list of current locations or to find out more about becoming one of Ric Flair's restaurant partners, visit RicFlairWings.com. And if you're in a Woo Wing City, order today from the Uber Eats or Postmates app and try the only chicken wings worthy of carrying the name of the 16-time world heavyweight champion, Woo Wings. Rick, I uh, I got to tell you, I had the lemon pepper recently. I hadn't had yeah. that before. It was fantastic. Yeah, unreal. I know. I just can't I can't believe it. We discussed it last week. The price of chicken has gone up a little bit, but we're getting it worked out. It'll be within a year. It'll really be huge. Uh, Mongo has a question for us on Twitter. He says, can we get a never before told story about the great American bash in 1986 when the NWA ran an event at the old veteran stadium in Philadelphia? Oh yeah. I think I wrestled, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I wrestled Mike Hegstrand there. Does that sound Road, right? Road warrior. Hawk. Yeah. How was Philly as a wrestling town? One of your favorites? Oh, God, the best. I mean, not the best, but yeah. Philly's one of the top five wrestling towns in the country. Yeah. Chicago, uh, Philadelphia. Chicago, Chicago, Philadelphia. Baltimore. Um, Baltimore. Um, oh, St. Louis. My God. Yeah, St. Louis is insane. Um, at the West Coast, I guess, was good. I, I, my, my, more of my memories are, are the towns that are... Like I say, east of the Mississippi, but Chicago and St. Louis, God, were huge. But Philly was crazy. We they had eighteen thousand people to Spectrum, the WWE did, and we, Jim Crocker Promotions, had ten thousand at the Civic Center. That's where I met Barkley. I mean, the same night. And then we were all met back in the Marriott afterwards. Both companies, man, what a night that was. Uh, talk to me about what your, it was actually a question we had. Uh, Greg Hill wants to know, describe in detail what nature boys hotel room would look like after a night of naching it back in the mid eighties. Something that required three maids and a hundred dollar tip to clean up. <laughs> hundred dollar tip a piece. Yes. <laughs> Fix this shit. Sorry. Help. Yes. Hired Goon on Twitter wants to know, if Randy Savage had lived, would he have gotten one more match around his... 
Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right, going away, gone as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening wherever you listen. Hall of Fame induction year. Would he have gotten what? A one more match around his Hall of Fame induction year. That's kind of common. You had a match right before or right around your Hall yeah, of Fame I, induction. I don't know. I'll be honest with you. Um, because of what happened to Randy, I don't know that he could have passed the physical. We were taking physicals back then, left and right, still. I mean, we were going to Pittsburgh, all of us, mandatory to have even to get into the ring, I mean, they they really, really scrutinized these guys' health issues now as a result of the trauma, you know, of, of a result of the awareness to all kinds of different things, right? And he and having that heart issue, he might not have might not have passed the physical because I'm sure he wasn't aware of the fact that his heart was that bad, right? So, but the answer to that is, I I, I don't know. He certainly would have deserved it. Uh, DJ says, who do you think or feel should induct Charlotte into the hall of fame? Hunter. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Hunter. Yeah. He's, he, she, he is, he's been, he's been so inspirational in our life. Either Hunter or Stephanie. I mean, outside of the business, they've become close friends. Um, if we're, if we're going to be a, a female competitor, um, probably Sasha. Uh, um, yeah, Sasha would not be great, but I, I just think that um, Becky. I I, th- I think no, I don't think that would work. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to listen to that little, little bird that her ex boyfriend chirped last week. Jesus. Oh, really? Oh, never mind. We don't get into it. I don't. I don't. I don't acknowledge him or her. Um, so, no. I think it'd be somebody in management. I think she's really close to Stephanie. I think she's really close to Hunter. Um, oh God, I. I'd have to think about that, you know. But it would be someone that 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 has has seen her grow and been through all the. The trials and tribulations, meaning the stuff with the read and all that. I mean, it was a lot. Yeah. When she started, that's when all that stuff with the read happened, and they were there for her, and they, you know, didn't have anything to do with where she is today. But when you're young and you have you go through something that difficult to live with, which haunts you, it'll be. You know, by the way, just because I know you know, be ten years in March this year since since he's gone. Yeah. That was the hardest part of the documentary for, documentary for me to watch because they had so many 
so much footage of Reed. But um, yeah. yeah, I think like Stephanie or Hunter, they they would do or do, and she'd be honored to have something like that. Someone like that do that, and I'm sure they'd be honored if, if if she asked them. Robert wants to know: Can you please give some details on your matches with Jimmy Superfly Snuka? I heard you say you had matches with him. I've only found grainy videos on YouTube. Thank you for your time, Superfly. Yeah, I wrestled Jimmy a lot. What were those like? Great. Jimmy is great, boy. Smooth. You know, it's Jimmy's another guy that got heavier later on, but when he was 230 pounds, he was a gazelle. He could jump high in the air, double leapfrog. We were doing stuff that I was doing with Sting in the 70s. Wow. He could press slam me. He could do all that stuff. Yeah. He'd do all the little bit of Steamboat took a little bit of his stuff, you know, with the sliding chops and that. And yes. Yeah, Jimmy was great. And what a wonderful. When I was there when uh, uh, Tamina was born. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, in Charlotte. So I've known I've, I've known him for a long time. Then I got to know Carol. I haven't heard from Carol for a long time, but um, you know, whatever happened in Jimmy's life um, uh, later on, I, I I'm not privileged to know. But as a wrestler, I mean, you can see we we. we <laughs> we used to, we used to beat the crap out of each other. Oh man, look at this old footage. Hey, 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 hey Jimmy, Jimmy wasn't afraid to pull out a blade either, man. <laughs> there he goes, right there. Can't I can spot that a mile away? Yeah, we were just two young guys, you know. Um, you know, I'm already covered in blood. So Jimmy. Uh, we started in Minneapolis together, right? He was Mr. Hawaii five times. Right. Um, and um, uh, when he broke his wrist, he, he said, Brock, come here. Brock. He, he wrapped, his, he wrapped his, his wrist in leaves. In leaves? <laughs> didn't, didn't, even, didn't even, look at look at the physique on him. Didn't even get a, um, um, a cast put on his hand. My goodness. There's two young lions trying to get over in the business. <laughs> uh, you talk, you, talk about a couple of stiff bricks. Look at this. <laughs> clearly, you're working as a heel here, but did you ever work yeah. as the heel snooker? That, was Jimmy a snooker? No. He could oh, never be a heel, heel with me. Yeah. Hey, they love Jimmy. No Even in, 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 Jimmy snooker was over in New York like nobody's business, man. Superfly. Look at the uh, the bell bottoms on the referee there as you put yeah, it. Yeah. Um, Sunny yeah. Fargo. <laughs> what a talent he was. Yeah. We, uh, we 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 beat the crap out of each other back in those days. Who found that, Steve? Yeah, it's, it's on YouTube. Our, our uh, producer, uh, Steve Kaufman, found it. Uh, Mr. Tuxedo Pants on Twitter wants to know, what was or is your opinion of Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert? I liked Eddie a lot. I, um, he was a pretty fair worker. Um, uh, now, Paul Heyman was telling me a story the other day, but not the other day, about a year ago, about me and Eddie. I don't remember, but um, in Memphis or somewhere else? No, he worked. He was working on. He was working the Oklahoma territory when I went in, and I stayed with him a couple of times and traveled with him. But Eddie was a real nice kid. I can't remember what Paul was telling me, but it was something I had completely forgotten about. 
Well, I think Eddie was on the booking committee or something for a while. Yeah, is, that po- right. is that possible? Yes, it is. Okay, all right. See, that just comes and goes as damn booking committees. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, <laughs> well, Jr. says, in recent years. My worst nightmare, the booking committee. Five hours of work to have just torn up on the floor. Not really your thing. They wonder what we drank. (laughs) Good Lord. I couldn't. Noel Jr. says, in recent years, is there anyone that you wish you had an opportunity to manage? I've always thought a Ric Flair and Heel Ziggler pairing would have been great. Yeah, I would love to have managed him. Is there anybody else? The fact that I got myself, I could manage somebody right now. I'd love to manage uh, somebody right now. Without too many... Because I mean, I, I just think it's important, uh, you know. It, yeah, I, I could manage any number of guys, but that it's never going to happen. So it's just a dream. But um, like I said, I would really love to have, to manage uh, Andrade mm-hmm. because he is such a great worker. But you know, it just the the the, the um, language barrier just sometimes holds guys back that are that are much better than they're ever given an opportunity to be. Joshua wants to know what was Ole's reaction to the Briscoes selling their parts of Georgia championship wrestling to Vince. He was going to beat them both up and that hasn't happened yet. (laughs) (laughs) He told Jack Briscoe to meet him at the Jack and Jerry to to meet him at the uh, Ramadi in Atlanta. They're both there and Ole Ole and showed up yet. Thank God for Oli. Yeah. Uh, Troy Houghton wants to know, Happy New Year's, fellas. The, the, the Briscoes walked into the Charlotte Coliseum locker room the day they did that, and nobody said a fucking word to him. Nobody said a word. Except, hi, Jerry. Hi, Jack. How you doing? Yeah. We going to drink tonight? Nobody gave Jack and Jerry Briscoe any shit. <laughs> different time and time. Different time in life. <laughs> You didn't want nothing to do with the Briscoes. <laughs> Especially if they'd had 10 Budweiser and smoked a couple joints. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, I hope you're hearing this. <laughs> I think, uh, I think, yeah, I've heard a story that I'll just keep to ourselves here. Uh, no, no, yeah, no, yeah, don't bring up that. You know, Jack Briscoe, I, I never snorted, I never snorted cocaine in my life, right? Never. And Jack Briscoe held me down at a party in an apartment, man. And he was, he they poured it on the carpet and he was rubbing my face in it, trying to get me. I mean, he was that tough. I couldn't get away from him. I never, I, but I never gave in. And then you went and wrestled three 30 minute Broadway or hour long Broadways and never went the, ne- the next day. Yeah. 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 Probably, yeah. <laughs> How about Barry Wyndham's kindest words for me on the documentary? So I drank all night at Fleur, then I took him to a goddamn, that's what I said to Stephanie, I said, and I took him to, uh, up to his room in a bell cart, in a bell cart naked. <laughs> nice, yeah. nice, Barry. That's not true. You do better than that. <laughs> oh, he never put you on a luggage cart. Oh, I'm sure he did. But it's not, not <laughs> he, he, he could have said something more flattering than that. <laughs> I love it. How about I love working with Nate? She was really good. I know it's always about drinking and naked and and, and the and the uh, luggage cart. Well, <laughs> in, told- in, in fairness, now they probably interviewed him for four hours and used two minutes. Yeah, so, exactly. Yes. 
Uh, Troy Houghton wants to know, Happy New Year's, fellas. Can Rick tell us where the best food was on the road back in the day? What about steaks in Texas or sushi in Tokyo? Keep up the great work. Well, our, my favorite place back to go in the day was Sabatino's in Baltimore. Yes. Uh, in New York, it would have been Mama Leone's. In Chicago, it was Gibson's, as it still is now. Um, in L.A., probably the Sunset Social Club or Club One. Um, God, Frisco, I love Chinatown in the old days. A lot, a lot of great restaurants. And, you know, we we didn't, I wasn't one of those guys that ran through McDonald's very often, so I, I always right. found a good place to eat. I didn't go there to drink. I just sent someone to get the food. <laughs> Party first. Never confuse the two, Conrad. That's right. You can't eat and drink. It's not, it's not healthy. It doesn't work. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, these days, of course, everybody in Baltimore knows about Jimmy's Famous Seafood. I know. We love that. And now Jimmy'sFamousSeafood.com is shipping food nationwide with free two-day nationwide shipping on orders over 125 bucks. When you use our promo code FLAIR, these are the best crab cakes in the world. Don't take my word for it. Try them for yourself. Eric Bischoff cooked his on the grill this year and said it was like touching the face of God. Bruce Pritchard has said it has ruined him on crab cakes anywhere else. He can't order them anywhere else. Find out what all the fuss is about and order the best crab cakes in the world from jimmysfamousseafood.com. And be sure to check out their soups, their chowders, their oysters, their signature steaks, plus their desserts and even their gluten-free items. They've got great gifts here, too. If you're looking for somebody who's still hard to buy for, what about the famous gift box? It has four of the world's best colossal Maryland crab cakes, two different crab soups, crab dip, seafood seasoning, and their signature bay sauce. Or maybe it's time to get ready for uh, the big championship game or some playoff football. Well, try the tailgate bundle, two pounds of wings, a full rack of ribs, a pint of crab dip and crab cake mix, or just create your own package. Jimmy's Famous Seafood is the real deal. The boys and girls from both AEW and WWE eat it on the road, and they never miss a chance to stop in Baltimore. But why not get Baltimore delivered to you at jimmysfamousseafood.com. Use our promo code FLAIR and get free two-day shipping Jimmy's famous seafood, Rick. The most nice things about those guys. No, God, it's, it's fabulous. Um, I would, I still, I still would have had food brought to the hotel. Oh, for sure. The, the, the Safari Club was it, man. Baltimore was hard to get out of the Safari Club. <laughs> I don't even know if they had food at the Sheridan Hotel, but they had a Safari Club. <laughs> there you go. Let's talk a little football. Matt Godfrey on Twitter wants to know, Rick, in your opinion, who's the better QB, Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that guy does stuff I've never seen anybody do. Uh, I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure that Joe Burrow is not number two. I, I think the top three quarterbacks right now, and I'm – well, and plus their teams are good too. So, I, you know, my favorite – I mean, I hate to say it because I don't want to be a guy that says I say it said so but Aaron Rodgers and Tom had a pretty good weekend right and to all those dumbasses I mean I, some of these guys on ESPN I don't even know who they are Brady will never play well they're going to win the division 425 yards three touchdowns and one rushing four touchdowns no interceptions and, and by the way can you know how much I love the Packers beating the Vikings <laughs> 
I drank five pickleback shots right there. I love it. Yeah. It's a personal joke between you and I, but <laughs> uh, Casey Caps wants to know what are your thoughts about wrestling at the chase? You talked about St. Louis earlier, man, and you got the, the, gr the, gr the greatest. It was just tough, though, because it was an hour long show, two interviews, and then two matches. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's in front of, you know, like literally less than 100 people. And it's Sunday morning, you've been out all night long. Sometimes I flew in from like Atlanta, flew in from Portland, Oregon, wherever I was just to be on the show. But it would, it tell you that wrestling in St. Louis was huge. I mean, that's how Jim heard. He, he was a station manager at KPLR. That didn't really qualify him as a wrestling expert, but somehow he convinced someone that it did because the show was that popular. I think it was the first show to ever be sponsored by McDonald's. Wow. It was huge. The rating was un unbelievable. And, and I think it was nationwide, wasn't it? I don't know. I mean, I know it had a big reach. I didn't know it was nationwide. Well, whatever it was, it was huge. Yeah, I had a big reach. Yeah. Uh, Sean Berkey said, wants to know, how did you feel about Buddy Landell using the Nature Boy moniker? I didn't mind it at all. I, I feel bad that Buddy number. I don't know what the words, what to say about Buddy, except that he just, number one, he was a hell of a worker. Number two, um, I don't know how it got away from him, but I, w I wasn't bothered by that. As a matter, of, as a matter of fact, uh, we had a pretty good. We had two or three really good matches. Buddy could work his ass off. One in the Dorton Arena, right? Uh, there and a couple other towns, I can't remember. But yeah, Buddy could really work. I worked with Buddy in San Juan. That, that's uh, first time I met Buddy. Buddy could work though, and I, I liked him as a person. So um, you never know what these guys. You know what happens at the end of their career, and they, they, de they do these things where they. I don't know if it's a real or I don't know if it's a real reflection on how they feel about you. These guys do these they're so hard up to do one of these um to make twenty five hundred or whatever they make doing these shoot interviews. Yeah. And I I I I, I think he cracked on me one time, but it's, you know, it's like it's like, like Shane Douglas cracking on me. Who who is Shane Douglas? Does that make sense? He made a living on doing it, but who is he? We, as we discussed, as and I discussed that last week. So you know, you never, you never know what people are going to do or what they're going to say when they're trying to make money, trying to create, drama. trying to trying to not not make drama, just trying to get themselves in a position where they where someone's listening to them. Yeah. But and for me, for but for me personally, I got I got I got along with Buddy. I thought he was a hell of a worker. Uh, RJ Richards says, uh, thoughts on Portland. What was it like working with Billy Jack Haynes, Rip Oliver? Please talk about these men. Oh, it was, it was great. Well, first of all, working for Don Owen was phenomenal. You know, Don actually paid the 10% very much like Sam did. Um, he was honest. He had a big cattle ranch, over a thousand head of it. Great guy. He'd come to Vegas and he'd take everybody to dinner, but he wouldn't buy any fish. He'd only buy a steak. Dinner. Anybody ate fish was allowed at dinner, <laughs> even, even a shrimp cocktail. <laughs> no, he was just a great guy. And uh, working with Billy Jack, I worked with Billy Jack, Piper, Rip Oliver. Um, what's the big guy, Buddy uh, Rose? 
Yeah. Buddy Rose was a hell of a worker too. I mean, yeah. it was it was fun. It was easy. The crowds were very enthusiastic. It was just really laid back. I mean, easy. That's where that his brother Elton used to have Harley Harley challenges Mark to come into the ring. Harley walked down and go in this position. Uh, Eugene Harley go. He, he I said, if you want to challenge one of the fans and that, I said, no, Elton, I just want to get back to Portland. Don't worry about me challenging the fans. He said, well, Harley does it all the time for me. I give him an extra 500. I said, you can have the 500. <laughs> uh, Harley would challenge the fans. Like, I mean, you know Harley, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was a horrible, horrible attempt. To, get, to beat up our race. Yes, yes. <laughs> you're going to get stitches. Yeah. Huh? You're going to need You're going to get hurt. Because yeah, <laughs> yeah. you, you ain't making it through the ropes. He's not playing by the rules. <laughs> you're coming through the ropes, getting a boot in the head. <laughs> I've seen it many times. Dan Gedeon wants to know, what did you think of the old continental territory? Great. Ron Fuller was great too. That are very laid back. That's where I met Arm. Uh, you worked Panama City. I mean, you worked uh, Pensacola on Friday or no Sunday on Sunday. Let me look. I had it right. First of all, Birmingham. The only tough trip was Birmingham on Monday. So that was two eighty back to Pensacola. Then the longer it, the whole thing was less than a thousand miles a week. And you're back in the bar by, you know, 11.30 at the latest. They're open until 2. It was a lot of fun. Used to be, I, I stayed at that holiday and then I used to a place called Cowboys. Right. No, no, Rodeo. Rodeo, that was just phenomenal. We'd all go over there and have a great time. It's when the guys were able to relax without, um, you know, all the stress of social media and that. One last question, Rick. This is from Red SC seventy five. If you had been able to pick, who would you have dropped the title to, and why? A. Ricky Morton. B. Nikita Koloff. C. Magnum T. A. Or D. Buddy Landell. Uh, the answer would be a Morton and uh, Magnum T. A. And I'll tell you why. Because I wrestled them both a lot of our Broadways. Okay. And and they both are really really responsible guys. And you had to love the business to be the NWA world champion. Yes. Because it was an insane job. So you know that Morton and I did nine hours in one week, right? No, eight, wow. eight, 18 and two. Remember I told you that time we did, we sold out everywhere and then came back around and did it again. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, we didn't do quite an hour the second time around, but you know, it just, it was, the angle was that hot. Um, and uh, they both loved the business enough. That I think they could have adapted to the schedule, but also it's I don't know that um, Ted DBS is another one that could have done it. I think um, I just don't know that uh, that Buddy Landell would have liked the schedule. I don't know if he could wrestle an hour every night. Right. And uh, who was the other one you asked me? Buddy Landell, Magnum TA, Ricky Morton. Oh, and, and Nikita. Nikita. Nikita was a great kid, but he he didn't like the business that much. And he he would have he would have said screw this one week out, one week one week in Kansas City territory. He'd say I'm out of here, man. <laughs> I mean, oh for everything and 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 wrestling like can you imagine Nikita and Rufus wrestling an hour every night? Oh yeah, 
I mean, it just it just would have been difficult. Not 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 in my experience, but also you got to really love the, the business to be the world champion and travel like that and try to give the fans your very best and make it everybody as happy as possible. Well, you're making a lot of people happy these days with RicFlairShop.com. There's something for everybody. Uh, you've got new T-shirts, you got hoodies, you got. Uh, stickers and tank tops and coffee cups and hats and backpacks and check it out it's for the ultimate Ric Flair fan in your life. How about that? Even a Ric Flair watch. Uh, it's all happening right now at rickflairshop.com. Rick, I didn't know what to expect today, especially after the pretty somber news of uh, a different kind of Monday night football that we saw last night. Yeah. Wow. We're still with Mr. Hamlin and, Man, I, I don't know what I expected, but I still managed to have fun with you today. So thanks for making the time. Well, thank you. You know, it's funny. Um, when I told you I saw Hunter, right? And the first thing I said to him, I said, he went like this. He, he's got one now too, you know. Oh. So, I mean, I mean, he's had the heart issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to, to what extent, I don't know the whole story. I'll, I'll be catching up with him soon. But for me, I just, I'm so glad that I can feel comfortable going back to see Ashley and seeing all the guys and they made me feel like a hundred percent. And I, it's something I don't realize. I don't realize until I get back there. You've traveled with me and know it. Tell them when I, I, I hated it when I first left, I got mad about, you know, we just different things happened. Uh, they did made choices. They meant I made choices, but at the end of the day, it's, and it's my it's my life, it's part of my family, and I, and I won't be missing any events. And I made it clear to Hunter that I'd like to be able to come as many as I want, and he said absolutely. Hey, and Rick, before we get out of here, I know you want to give a special shout out because uh, you've had some controversy over the last couple of years, and there were two guys who really stuck by you through all of that: Ryan Fitterman from Fitterman Sports, and of course the great relationship you had with Car Shield. Uh, when it seemed like the world was against you, those two guys were in your corner. So we want to give a special shout out to Fitterman Sports and, of course, the great folks over at Car Shield. Yeah, thank you. They, they meant the world to me. And I mean, the the day that the day it went down, Ryan called me and, and he said, um, "Hey, man, I got your back. I know it's bullshit." And the same thing with the people from Car Shield. Um, and it was bullshit. Well, that's going to do it for us this week here on to be the man. We'll be back next week talking about what's on the nature boy's mind right here on to be the man with Ric Flair. Woo. Thanks guys.